0: Mazan threw him a startled glance, and Lee took the chance to dive past him. He grabbed at her, roared a curse as she sent a slash across his palm, and brought up his other hand, walloping the side of her head. Lee had never been struck before in her life. She staggered against the door, bent over, her head ringing and her stomach wrenched with the unexpected pain. She gripped the knife and dragged herself upright to deflect the next blow, but the sound in her head changed grew strange and louder, and Mazon wasn't even looking at her. He was standing transfixed, staring toward the window, listening open-mouthed to the deep, inhuman howl that rose slowly to a haunting peak outside. "'What the devil is that?' he cried. Another wail joined it, and another, and another, a sound that made the hair rise on the back of Lee's neck It was like nothing she'd ever heard before in her civilized, safe existence. And yet her body knew it. Her spine tingled, and her throat closed as the low-pitched, throbbing ululation ascended to an unearthly caroling on the night. She closed her eyes and leaned against the door, listening to the eerie concert that filled the air and drowned the muffled shouts of surprise from downstairs— She felt the closed door shake under the thump of feet in the stairwell. The howling suddenly fell silent. Diable, the Count muttered. The door handle turned beneath Lee's fingers. She instinctively stepped back, waking from the frozen bemusement and aware of a chance to escape. The door swung inward. From the shadows of the hall... Wolf eyes reflected candlelight with red fire. Do Jesus, Mazon ejaculated. The wolf's deep-throated growl erupted into a snarl as he spoke. It crouched with hackles raised, staring into the room with bared white fangs. Beside the great beast, half in shadow, stood a man. The light caught his hair in a shimmer of dull gold, his sword made a graceful arc flashing as he lifted it. Monsieur de Sade he said softly, as amusing as you appear with that expression on your face. I would advise you to lower your eyes. what the man who called himself the Comte de Mazan demanded breathlessly, "I do not wish for your blood, the seigneur said in the same mild voice. High-minded of me, don't you think? But my friend here hasn't quite mastered his emotions at this spectacle. The rapier made a fluid dip toward the floor. He sincerely feels he should kill you on my behalf. Look down, slowly, if you please, and you will be a small degree safer. The aristocrat obeyed, breathing in deep, uneven gulps. The wolf continued growling and took a step forward in his menacing creep, spreading one huge paw on the bedchamber's wooden floor. His teeth glittered, sharper than any domesticated dog's. "'Avec soin,' the seigneur commanded in clear, simple French. "'Lee, untie the girl.' Then he added in English, "'If she's likely to make a fuss,' You'd best use that linen to gag her first. Do not on any account allow her to scream. Lee obeyed him, whispering reassurance to the terrified girl. From her position on the bed, the maid had not seen the wolf, but she could hear it. Tears streamed down her cheeks, wetting the linen. Lee had to lift her bodily from the bed, and her plump legs buckled as soon as she glimpsed the beast. Stand up! Lee hissed. Stand up, you foolish chit! The maid moaned and let her weight fall heavily against Lee. She staggered under the burden, but supported the wilting girl with an effort, glancing across at the seigneur in impotent impatience. He shook his head. You damsels do choose the most inconvenient moments to swoon. He smiled faintly. What's your pleasure, sunshine? Shall we save her, or let her lie? Lee stepped back. Let her lie, she said.